Namaskar and welcome to NFL Masala. I'm your co-host, Anant. And I'm your other co-host, Rakshak. Welcome to episode number 33 of NFL Masala, where we talk about all the latest happenings in the NFL with a little bit of spice. So today we are going to recap week 18 and then talk about the first week of NFL postseason, the Super Wild Card Week. So before we get started with that, let's break down some Damakedar news first off. But before we do that, Rakshak has a little special message. Yes, um, to all of so um, this goes out to my ex to to all the families here, um, to, families and friends. I want to wish everyone a happy Pongal or happy Shankranti. Basically, that is the um, basically that's an Indian festival where we celebrate the harvest season, um, and 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 it symbolizes that we um, and the way that we do it is we boil um, we boil milk in a pot. And was and when it overflows, it basically signifies um, like the like the it's basically the in our Indian version of Thanksgiving. Um, it's called Sankranti. It's called Pongal. Um, how people have like their own big um, big fat Thanksgivings. This is our Indian version of Thanksgiving. It's right. we bring out the old and end with the new old, which is why this week is so significant, man, because. We're bringing out some of those teams that did not deserve to make it. And we're bringing in teams that deserve to make it. What do you think yep. about that? That's a great segue into our show today. So thank you very much for that, Rakshak. Let's yes, get started thanks. with some Damakadar news. Let's do it. Um, first off, this is actually a very serious incident that happened. God, like 2023 is just terrible. But let me we just get back a restart. We, I dem- I, yes. uh, I mean, on behalf of NMS, NFL Masala, we're we need to have a GoFundMe to saying. I mean, if we need to send it to God Himself, we need to ha- demand a restart to 2023 because it is going so bad. Alrighty, so uh, this uh, little incident that had happened, so. Uh, ex-former NFL running back for the Browns, Peyton Hillis, has recently been taken off of the ventilator because uh, this was after a week where he reportedly rescued family members during a swimming accident. Um, And he is on the road to recovery. So pure hero, this dude. Um, He had to aid a water rescue uh, in at least one fam- uh, for at least one family member off the coast of Pensacola, Florida, uh, four people, two adults and two children, were struggling in the water when uh, Peyton Hillis came in and tried to help them and actually did help them. So, man, this dude is uh, what a legend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely, my man. And um, I'm just happy that he's on the road to recovery, especially when we're hearing news about Demar Hamlin's recovery, and then we see this. Definitely, I'm just happy that he's um, on the road to recovery. But on the other sad news of Demar, man, this is being so sad. Like, what the heck, Anand? And then um, it appeared like nine years in the NFL um, ever since being drafted in the second round of the 2014 draft. Derek Carr penned a letter um, two weeks and a day after being benched 
um, that there that he's projected to leave the Raiders, and um, and of course some of the things he says, like from the bottom of my heart, I'm so so grateful and appreciative of the years of support you've given me to my family. We had our share of both heartbreaking moments and thrilling, thrilling game when winning drives. And it always felt like you were there next to me. So um, I know it sucks that he that he um, he wasn't able to win a ring um, with the Raiders, but definitely he is going to be a hot free agent commodity or a hot free agent. I'll say that because for any team that needs a starting QB, Derek Carr is the guy. But then again, like the Raiders have that option. Like if they are unable to trade him, he's going to be released. Um, and that deadline's at March 15th. So it it sucks, but um, Derek Carr, I, I wish I, I I honestly think he needs a ring. That's all I could say from my point. Yeah, yeah, he just needs a team like the Jets who are capable of plugging in a good veteran QB and just seeing what happens to him. Oh my to God. The I didn't think right. of that. I did not think of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alrighty. So that concludes the, the Makedar news segment. And now we are going to get into recap of week 18. So let's get started with the Packers versus Lions. Oh boy, here it comes. I need to apologize to everybody, especially Vikings fans. In my overzealous nature, I predicted that the Packers would win and rip the Vikings out of the playoffs. But unfortunately, that's just not going to happen. Because guess what? We lost at Lambeau to the Lions, who just sweeped us now this season. So that's fun. Um, so here's what happened. The Lions largely stopped the Packers running game from going too far. Pressured Rodgers just enough. Caused just enough turnovers and capitalized just enough from those turnovers. Our defense held them to just enough points for us to be able to score on them. But then the issue that's been plaguing the vast majority of this entire season popped up, which is the offense and Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers stats, 17 completions, 27 attempts, 205 yards, one touchdown, one interception, which brings his interception total on the season to 12 with only 26 touchdowns and 3,695 yards to show for it. If we take a deeper look at his advanced stats, we can clearly see that this was just a troubling year, right? Probably his worst year on record. He's 21st in DVOA at just 0.3%, which, mind you, is just barely above an average QB. Because 0% would mean an average NFL average QB. He is 16th in DYAR at 437 yards. 20th in uh, adjusted net yards per attempt at 5.95 yards. And 27th 
in QBR at 39.4. I mean, you don't even need to look at the stats to figure out that this was a horrible year for him. Just look at the tape. So, on to next year. We'll see if he even stays with the Packers or not. If he retires or wants to be traded or I just don't see him being traded anywhere. His best shot is to win with the Packers, right? there, There's just not enough. He's not that athletic anymore to maneuver out of sacks, so he can't go into a place that has a terrible offensive line. And any place that has a good offensive line has their quarterback uh, situation figured out, unless it's the Jets. But if it's the Jets, I don't know why he would want to go there and have the competition of Josh Allen for the foreseeable future or for the rest of his career. Plus an up-and-coming Dolphins. Well, we'll see what happens with Tua. And the Patriots, too, who aren't just a slouch team. Right? So I think his best bet is to stay with the Packers. Now back to this game. The defense tried to do as much as possible. They held the running game to 4.2 yards average. Jared Goff to just 224 yards. Third down conversion to 4 out of 12, which is 33%. And they had more penalties. But when it came to penalties, boy, do I have a story to tell y'all. If you guys missed the game, it was a damn shame, man. Quay Walker, a first-round pick this past year and an integral part to this defense, just up and decided to shove a training member for the Detroit Lions during an injury timeout. He's just like shoving him out of the way. Bro, you cannot do that. You cannot touch a, an opposing guy's like training thing. That's like a card. That's like an un. Um, I, I don't yeah, know. The cardinal sin. When I saw that, I'm like, "What the hell are you doing, Koi Walker? What?" Yep. yep. I mean, it was just so stupid and ridiculous and completely unnecessary that I hung my head in shame. Now, mind you, guys. I was barbecuing for my family and for my friend. And so he had just come over to watch the game. Um, yeah, that was not fun. And then because guess what? This was the second time he had done this exact same action in this season. Like to do it once, shame on you. But to do it twice... Shame on me for expecting something else. During the Bills game, he had committed the same action towards the Bills staff member and got the same result. An ejection. So that's just fantastic. And you could clearly see that our run defense really, really took a hit after he left. Because he's when he's on the field, he doesn't, uh, along with Devondre Walker, uh, Devondre Campbell, he can clearly be that sideline to sideline guy in pass coverage and that running down the hill guy uh, in, in terms of run blocking. So we lost that aspect for the remainder of the game. 
And that just had a humongous effect on the result of the game. Another incident that happened that was equally dumbfounding and just as asinine as the first one to witness live on TV was Rasul Douglas, who we just paid a long-term contract for, who's participating in a field goal stop play at the end of the first half and just decided to go across the line of scrimmage to the ball and slap the ball away from the center while the ref was trying to set it. I mean, have you seen anything like I was like, what are you doing? What is this man doing? He just, he, I, I have no words to explain the stupidity of the event that I just witnessed. I mean, that obviously warranted a 15-yard penalty and it changed like a 47-yarder into like a pen, uh, like like a um a 33-yard point after attempt. I don't do like when I saw that I'm like what are you doing Russell Douglas because he never maybe 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 he tried to stop the snap from happening because the ref was trying to stop it as well. But, dude, that's not your duty. I think, like, Matt LaFleur was trying to call a timeout, and when he saw that, he assumed, like, the timeout's already been called. So he just, like, walked over there and take the ball. Or there's a funny thing someone told me. It's like, oh, I think I maybe, like, you know, like, how you play Madden, the Madden games, like, your joystick can get stuck. And then you see this random guy walking, walking, walking. <laughs> <laughs> I think his I think yeah. the joystick controlling Russell Douglas froze. Um this is on Matt LaFleur. He has to be a coach that has to stamp out all these stupidities in Quay Walker, Rasul Douglas, and anybody who decided to be dumb. Cause this 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 cannot happen. Everything that had to unravel the season unraveled. Aaron Rodgers played terribly. The defense in the first half of the season gave up so many, so many points and yards and were just Swiss cheese. And towards the latter half of the season, they were able to come back into form slightly, but they relied too much on turnovers to generate that positive momentum. And this time, we didn't have turnovers to capitalize on. We didn't have that many fumbles or interceptions from Jared Goofball. Anyway, this ended our season, and that means that this is going to be one hell of an offseason. So on to you, Rakshak. And with, thank you, Anand. And I do wish the rant, I mean, I do wish the Packers like a good offensive um, thing because honestly, you guys need a lot of. Um, soul searching at the moment and i'm going to give you applications to join the bandwagon that is right now ladies and gentlemen we have a number one seed it is your nfc east division champs and the number one number one seed that is your philadelphia eagles wow love it Eagles win the game 22 to 16 against the Giants. Backups 
And again, they won the NFC East division and the first seed. Therefore, in this upcoming wild card, uh, upcoming playoffs, they get the first round off. Basically, it's a wild card, it's a bye, and they'll play the lower seed of the game. And the biggest news is the Eagles avoided any injuries. So, again, offense, welcome back, Jalen Hurts. Um, I was happy that he was able to shake off some expected rust. And of course, there was like some rust. So, this was the game, like, personally, dude, like, just a little, you know, quote unquote, warm up and, um, and make sure he had his throwing mechanics because he had missed the last um, three, two games with that shoulder injury he suffered from Chicago. I still blame you, Bears, for for that. Um, I'll get I'll get back to you guys later. Um, but um, I I mean like if you want to look at a stat, if you want to go stat wise, 20, 20 for thirty five, um, two hundred twenty nine yards and one bad interception, which he threw a pick in the end zone in front of double coverage. I mean you just don't do that. Um. He was, um, but like the throwing motion appears to be good, but he made like some concerning like overthrows. So I think he was trying to get rid of that. So I think decision making, he's doing okay. But um, sometimes when I saw him getting sacked, he um he was able to like just sit down and not take a, any major hits. So that was good. And I did note, and of course, like I was really frustrated with this game at the very beginning. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Shane Steichen? Um, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles, who's not being interviewed for head coaching positions. Um, the offensive playbook was like limited and conservative, but it was necessary for like the player health. Um, I could expect to see the Eagles try getting more towards that run game now that Hertz will be able to to use more of his legs. But please, Hertz, for the love of God, avoid lowering the shoulder, your shoulder. And with that, the Eagles' offensive DVOA has been finalized as the third ranked offense. They're 15.1 percentage. And there are three things in life, Anand. You want to know what that is? Go ahead. Death, taxes, and Boston, and Boston Scott scoring a touchdown against the Giants. In eight games Boston Scott has played against the Giants, he scored 10 touchdowns. Like, literally, <laughs> every game that, you, that, that the Eagles play, you are guaranteed a Boston Scott touchdown against the Giants. Like, but again, then again, my only issue run game needs to be more consistent. Um, that's all. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Um, AJ Brown, he broke the Eagle season um receiving record, which was 1,496 yards, 17 in 17 games to beat Eagles legend Mike Quick's record of 1,409 yards. Um, AJ Brown needed nine to break it, he broke it off on like on a 17-yard route, I believe. And Devontae Smith, he sets a new franchise wide receiver record for um, 95 catches. He's still behind the leading um, catch record. That goes to Zach Ertz. Um, seven reps, 67 yards, 11,196 um, total yards a season. Defense, um, Anand. I need you to. I need you to be my therapist again because I have to do a little bit of yelling, but. Again, starters should be playing the entire game, right? But why are you doing this to me, Gannon? I don't care if the pass defense is number one, but why are you letting a third-string QB in Davis Webb? I still have Hartford Davis Webb because he went to Texas Tech, and I saw him play along with a scrub like Baker Mayfield. Um, play like Joe freaking Montana. He was spin moving and truck sticking people, and he avoided a lot of sacks because the Eagles were chasing for that one record. Um, he was they were trying to beat the the 85, 84, or 85 Bears um that had the 72 sacks season record. 
Eagles got up to 70 and it should have been one more sack if for Hassan Reddick had it not been for an intentional grounding. So David Swift, you are a coward. Um, Hassan. Yeah, I know. I joke you not like the, like some of the Eagles are players were like trying to sack the David Swift, but he kept on escaping. He's so damn elusive. I'm like, Oh, yep. This is why I liked him at Texas tech, but I hate him now. Cause he's a giant. <laughs> See, see my heart on it breaks so much, and um, and 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 then again, like Hassan Reddick, he was named offensive and um offensive player of the the month. He nearly had like um double digit sacks in December January until that Giants game. Good to see CJ GJ Chelsea Gunner Johnson back. Um, after missing five games, he allowed um, and I have to talk to you, Reed Blankenship. This has got to be a running deep. It has got to be um, a good experience because he got trucked by Davis Webb for a touchdown run. Like he, he just got hit. He, he, Davis Webb just hit the boom truck stick on him. And um, I, I mean, like I have a lot of issues I wanted to get on with the defense, like Darius Slade blowing off coverage and allowing Kenny Galladay to score a freaking touchdown. Are you kidding me? But um, Jake Elliott, um, I'm going to shorten it out with Jake Elliott uh, winning NFC Special Teams Player of the Week for a third and a third time in his career. 16 points scored for him. He, had, he made five critical field goals for all from red zone because the Eagles somehow cannot score on red zone until that Boston Scott touchdown, um, which was at the very beginning. And a special shout out to my backup cornerback from the Texas Tech University, Zach McPherson. He stopped a fake field goal attempt by the Giants with an 11-yard loss, which was apparently credited as a sack. 76 season this babe this baby and with that the eagles go with the rest and anand i would like to give you out applications to join the eagles bandwagon this season i mean this po this playoffs would you accept yes yes and with that let's go birds fly eagles fly i'm sorry man i'm in a hype nah it's fine dude you deserve it man you deserve it um so yeah so that concludes our games for this week and now we're going to go to our games of the week segment that we had selected and i had chosen the rams versus seahawks because you know what i thought that this would have been a key matchup uh for the packers versus lions and you know it would just keep the you just keep the tables interesting, you know. If the if the if the Seahawks had lost and the Lions had everything to play for, the Packers had everything to play for, which is the seventh seed spot. And so I thought that that would be a better outfit uh, to watch than what we had. I mean, we did have a fantastic game too, but still, Rams, you had one job, and you blew it. You blew it. All you had to do was just beat the stinking sea chickens and your job would have been done. But no, you just had to go and take it over time and lose. Why you do this? Why you do this? Even in this win, Geno Smith threw two picks. But it was really the running game against the Rams that helped them seal the win. 36 attempts, 197 yards, 5.5 yard average with uh, Kenneth Walker pitching in 29 attempts for 114 yards. 
another thing that helped them win? Baker Mayfield's inability to play the quarterback position. Yep. I'm just shocked by that. Like, he's regressed. I don't know if it's like, I want to call it regression, but I'm just shocked, dude. Like, that guy was a former number one draft pick. Yeah, like, but what? not not all number one draft picks are good. Right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that so many times. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, 50% completion percentage. 147 yards, one pick, and 10.7 QBR. I mean, just like, holy crap, just horrible. Oh, I, that's, I, would do, that's, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, that game looked completely off. Like, I don't know what I was watching. Yeah, yeah. So the Rams definitely tried to win them the game with three sacks, five hits. Six pass deflections, nine tackles for loss, and two picks, but the Seahawks' defense was better. They had more sacks, they had more stops, and they allowed the win to happen. So now with the Lions winning, the Seahawks are officially in the playoffs, and they're facing the 49ers. Yeah, Seahawks win 19-16 in overtime. On to Dukshak. Anand. Why did I even pick this game that I'm going to do? <laughs> I owe NFL fans. No, we as a collective need to demand. Like, I swear to God. Why did I even bother picking this Dolphins Jets game? No one won. Literally. <laughs> Pay us back our money for watching this crap. I'm questioning my life choices on this ones, but long story, Dolphins win 11 to 6. It, and if you want a short recap, I'm not going to talk about stats because it was so bad to watch. <laughs> like, I had to strain my eyes. I switched to NFL Red Zone. Like, that's how bad it was. It was field goal bad until the Jets fumbled in their own end zone for the game. For the for the game winning safety, the guess what? Dolphins, your five game winning streak halted. Dolphins win the the seventh the clinch a playoff spot. They claim the seventh seat, and they will be playing the Buffalo Bills. So good luck getting curb stomped. And star Steelers, Steelers not gonna Super Bowl, but they can go if they buy tickets. And the thing is, um, you but you have to take some with a grain of salt. The Dolphins were playing without two up. And Teddy Bridgewater. So they had brought in Scott, so Skylar Thompson, the lesser QB, who had who didn't who made looked okay to get the win, but all offensive efforts were led by Raheem Mostert. Um, and Dolphins, here's your success. Run the damn ball and you get some and you help out your QB. The Jets, they end the season on a whimper to seven and ten. And Robert Saul, you want to start um, pulling out receipts right now? You talked a lot of issues at the very beginning with that. And I mean, your Jets team improved, but you lost. You didn't make it because I don't know what the hell is going on with Zach Wilson. And you had Joe Flacco take over 18 for 3,349 yards. Run game was nowhere to be found. 
and you kept on running into a brick wall called the Miami run defense. That only, and you want to know the stats, dude? 20 carries and 38 yards for rushing attempts. Yikes. And yeah, and after the game, like and all, and after this game, Mike LaFleur got fired. Not a shocker. But also, Zach Wilson as QB needs to be questioned and fully um, further examined. And but hey, guess what? On a bright note, the G, the defense was um, ranked top. Um, managed to get into the top five via DVOA. They are the fifth ranked defensive DVOE with negative ten point one percent. Will a surprise to everyone? So huge, huge improvement. Um, rookies and Jermaine Johnson and Ahmad Sauce Gardner. They lead the way, dude. The future has arrived, and I love it. So, I mean, if you look at the matchups between Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill was held to two catches for 23 yards. Jalen Waddle was held five catches for 44 yards. Like, what Damn. do you think about that? Isn't that good? Yep. Yeah, but anyway, Dolphins and Jets, yeah, congrats to the Dolphins on making it to playoffs, but I want my whole one hour back like honestly i don't even know why i bothered watching this game just because i wanted the steelers to win and go to the super bowl and we can't have good things in life can't we mm -mm. nope 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 Alrighty, so that concludes our games of the week segment and now we're gonna go on to the all revered and spectacular segment that we all know and love the punch minute segment ready let's go let's go kansas city versus las vegas raiders kansas city wins 31 13 they really effed up Derek carr's career and then just said bye-bye kansas city secures the number one seed and raiders secured around around the quarterback carousel Jags versus Titans. Jags win 20 to 16. Let's go, Jags. Dougie P for the win. Titans. Boy, do you need some help this offseason? Glad to know at least the GM is going to be someone new. Maybe you don't trade away your best player this offseason uh, on offense. Let's see. Atlanta versus Tampa Bay, 30 to 17. You still suck because you did because you gave away AJ Brown because you accepted a call from Howie Roseman. Suck it, Titans. Uh, Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. Atlanta wins 30 to 17. But this wouldn't have mattered had this would have actually mattered had the Bucks been playing for their playoff spot. But because of the Saints' stupidity, we have the Bucks and Brady in the playoffs again, just as I predicted. He going to win the Super Bowl. Just watch. Just watch. Buffalo versus New England. Buffalo wins 35-23. Three for DeMar. Just want to start off. Just want to start off. Kickoff return for a touchdown after three years from the previous one. Then a second one in the third quarter coming after three years from the first one from a three-point deficit to a four-point lead. This helped them secure the win for Buffalo and bring the record to 13-3. and Final score ended up 35-23. Started with a three. Ends with a three. Praise the NFL scriptwriters. Vikings versus Bears. 29 to 13 Vikings win. Well, we knew this was going to happen. 
Bears are going to lose and Vikings are going to win. Ah, but what's hilarious is that now your duh Bears have the number one pick and the Bears GM <laughs> said all cards are on the table, including not having Justin Fields at QB. Uh, okay, <laughs> and then with this one, Bears, congratulations on winning the Tank Bowl. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, speaking of tank bowl, the next game is Texas versus Colts. Texas that was a super tank bowl. 32-31. <laughs> Lovey Smith, you genius. He's on the chopping block and he said, F you Texans. I'ma go down and I'ma take you down with me. Texans win and mess up their own tank. They lose the number one pick to the Bears. And now they're saying they're planning on making wholesale changes to the organization. Oh, my God. No. Last but not least, yeah, Carolina versus Saints. Carolina wins 10-7. to 7. Well, this ought to bring some smiles to you, right, Rakshak? Oh, yes. And with that, I want to, I want to say this personally to you Saints fans. Yeah. You you won that game against us, but you did it against Gardner Minshew, not Jalen Hurts. And number two, that pick is that the draft pick that the Eagles got from the Saints, that number one pick, it's in the top 10 and it's ranked number 10. And I want to say as that quote, Mr. Pom Pom Michael Irvin is more bigger looking good. Suck on that, Saints. I'm sorry. I had to get righty. All righty. <laughs> now, this is going to be your bunch minute segment. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It's shortened, but um, because like I think you may have taken some of my games, but that's all good. I think. But yeah. So with that, yeah, with that being said, Ravens versus Bengals. Right. Ra- um, Bengals win on twenty-seven sixteen. I mean. Like you gotta feel for Cincinnati. They basically got screwed from the from the um from like Goodell and company for like the playoff scenarios. And they took Maris to their home hands. They won that game. Um a huge offensive first half, but second half looked a little bit off against Ravens. Ravens always played against them very tough series of split one and one. But dude, without Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley, like what is this Ravens offense? They have no, they literally have no wide receivers. They, they only have a good defense. It, it's so bad, dude. Like it is so bad. And Lamar Jackson, if I, and, 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 you know, like Lamar Jackson, like tweeted out the specific injury that's keeping him out. And I'm like, okay, why are you saying this now? You could have told that way earlier. I, I, just my own take on that. Um, so with that, <clears throat> Cardinals versus 49ers, I wanted to give a shout-out to J.J. Watt on a wonderful career. I'm very sorry that you had to be on the um, on the Cardinals. Um, he had three, he had two sacks and three tackles for a loss. The guy is still a freaking beast. Niners, I believe they win, like, what, 10 games in a row? I believe, and I think they're like, no, they are peaking at the right time and it is insane what they've done Ooh, double check um 
I mean, like Brock Purdy didn't need to do much. He was 15 for 20 with three touchdown passes, man. Like that's a that's crazy. So, that's crazy, but it's good. Um, Steelers versus Browns. Um, Steelers win. Steelers win 28 to 14. Um, but I'm sorry, Steelers. The high end talent did not bail. Did not help them um go to the playoffs but because they needed the jets to beat the dolphins and it did not happen so steelers not got a super bowl so i don't think should we do we need to have a days of our steelers but anyway you know the thing is mike talman is still under over 500 so thumbs up chargers versus broncos so Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Hey, Russell Wilson did some good things. Anand, you know, this is an actual good offense. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett was the reason being. Because Wilson was 13 for 24, 283 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. And, I mean, like, there was, like, two big bombs he threw. One of them was a 57-yarder to Jerry Judy. And another one to Freddie Swain, but um, I mean, like Brandon Staley, why did you play your your starters for for some part of the game? Like you had Justin Her, you had Justin Herbert play, you have Mike Williams play. I mean, you already clinched a playoff spot. You didn't need to play your starters, but guess what? Another huge news: Mike Williams is going to be out for the upcoming game against against the Jags. Ooh, yeah, they they basically. Yikes. I don't know why you did that, that Brandon Staley, but for for that kind of offense, you need to be fired for allowing your your starters to play. I know you get. I know people are gonna say hypocrites. I'm being a hypocrite because the Eagles play their entire starters. Well, guess what? Apparently, the the Giants are a very hard team to put away. So I can't say that. But Chargers, you blew. I I think you you're gonna go one and done, man. That's what I'm saying. And oh, I don't. I have something to say this for my final thing. Cowboys versus Commanders. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? <laughs> you lost to Sam Howell, a third string QB, and Dak Prescott. You, oh my God, dude. The, the regression on Dak Prescott, dude. You want to know, you know, like he's only played for like what? um 11 games, right? And <laughs> oh boy, I was watching that game, and oh my god, when that happened, like he literally tried to throw the same exact pass the first time, and it was a dropped interception. And then the next immediate pass, he throws the same exact pass, and Kendall Furlow's like, I ain't going to miss it this time, and picks it off, runs it for the six points. And, and you, I want to know the shocking thing, dude. He is tied for fit. He's tied in last. He's tied for the most interceptions with Davis Mills. 15 interceptions. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, <laughs> dude. Hey, Anand, say this with me. What can go wrong will go, go wrong. wrong. There are an accident waiting to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> How about them cowboys? <laughs>
well, that concludes an explosive five minute segment. And now we're going to do the Masala moment of the week. All righty. I'll Let's get started. Go. I'm going to do it for the lulls, bro. Give me the Davis Mill tidy to Jordan Akins on fourth and 20 and the successful two-point conversion for the win to Jordan Akins. <laughs> it won them. It won the Texans. The Lowell Cow of the Year award, in my opinion. Uh, I see what you did there. The mascot's mm -hmm. a bull, which is a cow, technically. Uh -huh. Exactly. All you had to do, Texans. All you had to do. Take the bend the knee. Bend exactly. the knee, Texans. What? Lose. They they lose some up six for Bryce Young or CJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now the 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 Bears have the number one overall pick. And they could the trade reason that pick why the Colts. Exactly. Exactly what I was gonna and say. And the Colts need a QB. But what are the Colts going to give them in return? That's gonna. It be could be. It will be multiple first round picks. One this year, one probably next year. A player maybe, maybe second round pick. Uh, but I don't think the Colts have multiple first round picks this year, right? I don't think so. So maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, be really funny. If the Eagles traded one of their first round picks to uh, traded like their two first round picks to go up number one and they steal a good talent like Jalen Carter. <laughs> well, you don't need him though. You need you need you need cornerback help. Yeah, I'm thinking Kaylee Ringo or 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 Cam Smith, but that'll get to a later part. Because exactly. I have my own masala moment. And this one, I I I would I would have and this goes to the bill, and you know what I had to go. I want, uh, um, initially, I had Naheem Himes on that emotional kickoff return for a touchdown and the opening um, play of the game, in the opening, um, and on the first play of the game. But you know what? I, I'm going to change it up. And you know what I'm going to give it to? I'm going to give it to freaking DeMar Hamlin for recovering, man. Yes. That's I a am beautiful Mustala moment. Ball to Damar freaking Hamlin. And with that, I have a beat the dome moment. All righty. I think with this momentum now the Bills have had, after their city has been, after the city of Buffalo has been through a lot, the Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl this this play this wild card this postseason man wow nothing is going to freaking stop them no goddamn coin flips to go up against i they're going to get their rematch against the Bengals. they're going to give them a hard time they're going to go up against kansas city on neutral side most likely and they're going to say hell no mahomes they're going to win they're going to go to the freaking super bowl and dare i say they're going to win the whole damn thing well, you heard it here first, folks. I think Bills this could are happen. Win the Super Bowl. Honestly, I believe too. And I want it to happen because I don't want the 49ers. I don't want the Bucks. If the Eagles come in, that's fine. Uh, but other than that, nobody from the NFC should be in the Super Bowl and win. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean one person has to come from the NFC. I get that. But nobody in the NFC this year should win unless it's the Eagles. I mean, let's uh, let's keep it for talk. But 
I but I want to say this: the 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 masala moment goes to freaking Demar Hamlin, and guess what? He wins my special award, the NFL Masala MVP. That goes to freaking Demar Hamlin. Well said. Well said. Now that wraps up week 18 preview. Now we're going to do a special edition of Super Wild Card uh, playoffs. We're in the, the we're in the dance now, boys and girls, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Bunch minutes, Super Wild Card edition. All right. Alrighty. And with that, let's break a little. Let's break a little bit of the thing. So basically, this is your first round of the playoffs. The winners of the wild cards will be playing. Like basically, you have six wild card games. Then the teams that have clinched the number one seed gets a gets a buy. They basically they don't have to play. They play the lower seeding. So like each team, based on where they entered due to record, they ranked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The bottom six teams play against each other. The number one team plays the the lowest seed or like the lowest ranked team that wins their playoff game in in the next round. Just a bit of a heads up for those that need help with with understanding the game. Yep, yep, yep. So now we're going to move on to the punch minute segment, Super Wild Card Edition. Let's All right, go. let's go. First off, Seattle versus 49ers. Well, this is going to be fun. Just the matchup I wanted to watch. This time, though, the 49ers are going to smash the chickens on their way to the divisional round. Niners win 37-17. And, Giants... and you want to know one more thing? Sorry to interrupt, but go it's going to be raining that game. And it, it, it's gonna, it might be raining in Santa Clara. And guess what? With that rain, you know what you know what type of game is going to be very very beneficial. That run, run game. fest, run fest, and the thing is, if the Seahawks cannot run with Kenny Walker against that number one, uh, basically against the number one ranked defense in my point of view, and especially against the run, there's no yeah. chance in hell that Geno exactly. Smith is going to target those like uh, that week secondary. There's no chance in hell. Exactly. Um. Yeah, the Seahawks, they need to run the football, but they won't against the 49ers because the 49ers have a stout running defense. Uh, and yeah, and then Niners are going to force the Geno Smith into turnovers. And unlike the Rams, they have the offensive potential to actually capitalize from those turnovers. Mr. So, irrelevant being relevant, more likely. He, yeah. I think, hell, if he was rookie of the year on offense, man. That would say a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> Alrighty. Giants versus Vikings. Well, here we go now. Vikings, you know what to do. You barely beat the Giants once, but this time, oh boy. Have fun beating them a second time. Saquon is going to run all over that defense. And Kirky Kirk... Is gonna throw some tasty turnovers. <laughs> Giants win 30 to 7. Please, God, I need this to happen. Please make 2023 something to watch. Kirky Kirk. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a first. Kirky Kirk. <laughs> and you know, Kirk, 
You like that? You like that? You like that? Stupid name for a stupid QB. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to last. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving Kirk, on. Kirk. Next game. Dallas versus Tampa Bay. Jesus Christ. Why you got to be like this? Who am I supposed to support now? The nauseating Cowboys or Tom Brady? I really want the Bucks to lose because I don't want Brady to have his eighth. But in all likelihood, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because what can go, go wrong, wrong will, will go, go wrong. wrong. They are an accident waiting to happen. Bucks win twenty to thirteen. Dak Dak Prescott is gonna throw an interception on the last play of the game, trying to get a <laughs> touchdown to go into overtime. And yeah, Tampa Bay wins. They're gonna move on. They're more than likely. Uh, actually, no, they wouldn't face the Eagles. They would face the 49ers, which Most they likely. have no shot. Of beating no, oh my 49ers are gonna wrap up the Tampa Bay Bucks in like three quarters and send them packing. Oh, yeah, no doubt about that, dude. I mean, it'd be a high snowball's chance in hell that the that the Bucks pull off a win against the Niners, even if they win past. But, anyways, moving on on the AFC side, Dolphins versus Bills, part three. Unfortunately, there's not going to be any more snow, so Bills fans cannot won't, won't be able to throw snowballs on, on the Dolphins. I thought that was pretty funny, though. But um, anyways, and I actually have some big breaking news. Um, I have some Dalakidar news, apparently from NFL.com. I was checking through the injury report today. And yes, it is confirmed Tua Tunga Viola and Raheem Mostert will be out. So... Tua is going to be out with, a con- out with a concussion. Raheem Mostert is going to be out with a thumb injury. So I don't know what to tell you, Dolphins, but you're going to lose. And it's going to be really, really big. And you're going to expect the Bills to go. I think that the Bills can go pass heavy and they can pull off a run game mix. Bec- and um, But then again, the Bills without... Um, is going to be without Vaughn Miller because they don't have that playoff experience. I mean, they don't have like that that team captain that can like take you further, further and further, right? So, I would I would expect the Bills to win this one, um, 35, 35 to thirteen, because they're riding off of an emotional roller coaster, um, especially with the recovery of Demar Hamlin. Um, thank you God for that. Um, so Ravens and Bengals part three. Like again, another AFC North matchup again, and at Cincinnati um, again, Ravens are going to be without um, Tyler Huntley, who is question. They'll probably he'll be they'll probably be out without Tyler Huntley with the shoulder and wrist. Well, Mark Jackson is out. Tolan Wallace is out, and they just released Deshaun Jackson as wide receiver. So basically, the Ravens have no wide receivers. Literally, Devin Duvernay cannot be your answer. And, 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 and how, and Anand, I want to ask you like a theoretical question, dude. Do you think the Ravens can like sustain without, with, uh, with just running the ball against this Bengals defense? That's no, getting no, there no, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. I mean, 
if you were to look at their wide receivers and Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, James Proch the second, and of course tight end Mark Andrews, you know what the the Bengals are gonna do? Okay, we'll cover Mark Andrews. We're gonna cover like their backup tight end. They're gonna try to shut down the run because you basically have no QB. Like that's literally what can happen. But one thing I'll give to them is that the Ravens defense is not something to um not something to take light of. They are ranked, they're ranked, they're the 11th ranked defense um defense in total yards allowed, 324.3. They always played the Bengals very tough. So I could see Joe Burrow. Uh, so if I'm the Bengals, open up with the run game and um and uh, and then allow Joe Burrow to do what Joe Burrow does because Joe Burrow, dude, he's looking like a stone cold killer. And might I say you could he's an MVP candidate. And, and I think I would say he's a front runner up. Had not been for Josh Allen's mistakes, Patrick Mahomes sometimes slipping, and Jalen Hurts getting injured. Um, and I say Bengals win this game. Um, twenty. It would be like 28 to 17. Chargers versus Jags. Again, as I said, as I chastised Brian, Brandon Staley, the, the head coach of the Chargers, for – Playing your starters for a majority of the game, and guess what? Mike Williams is going to be out, so pick. Shame on you, Chargers. Like, literally, shame on you for doing that. And I know, shame on me for my Eagles, but long story short, it's going I, – I, I think it's going to be a, a battle of two good quarterbacks, Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence, and um, and I mean, both of – I mean, Trevor Lawrence having a resurgent year – um, under Doug Peterson, and it proves that Urban Meyer is a very, very bad football coach, um, and Doug Peterson's better. And I think, and with Mike Williams being out, and all the Jags, basically the Jags' um, wide receiver core getting a little bit more healthy, and the defense stepping up, especially with their number one pick, Trayvon Walker, and Devin and linebacker Devin Lloyd making some good plays. I could see the Jaguars escaping this win. Um, it's going to be a very close battle. I'm going to say 23, 23 to 20 because Herbert can throw bombs, but I don't know who he's going to throw to. Who? DeAndre Carter? Um, maybe Austin Eckler and the shell of, Ke of Keenan Allen? It, it, it's going to be very tough. And, and, and maybe Josh Palmer or Gerald Everett, but there's only some things that Justin Herbert can do. But... I think the um, the Jags defense is going to be will do enough to stop them. So Jags doing twenty three to twenty. Alrighty, that concludes the Super Wild Card Week edition of Punch Minutes. That actually concludes our episode for today. So if you guys enjoyed it, please leave us a review at one of the four platforms that we hosted podcast on: Apple, Google, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Or send us an email at nflmasala at gmail.com, spelled as nflmasala at gmail.com. And, and we're you. Yes. Sorry, and, and before that, you can also follow us on Instagram at nflmasa2022. That is NFL Masala 2022, where you see our gorgeous faces of me and my Eagle Scare and Anand and his Packers Scare. So check us out on Instagram too. Definitely. Give us a follow. Send us DMs if you want to. Yes. We're gonna I'd be like to hear your comments and what you think. 
Yep. We're going to hit you with our signature outro. Go Pack Go. And fly, Eagles fly. Take care, y'all, and happy playoff watching.